0: Welcome to the Toffee TV podcast, Ped, Baz, and we are joined this week by Radio Royalty, as far as I'm
1: concerned, Andy Bush (laughs) from Absolute Radio. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm good. It's uh, it's an honour to be on the show. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. How are you guys getting on?
0: We're not I'm not I'm not I'm too bad. Are you bad? Yeah, you
2: know, I'm I'm getting better. The the more distance there is from the weekend, the the better my mood goes. And yeah, the big it, obviously the big thing is we can't lose this weekend. So no.
1: So it's all good. It's no, all It's good. quite it's quite nice to have just an inter- international break quite timely just to stop <laughs> what was going on, I think, to be honest with you. I'm quite happily. Uh, normally I never watch match of the day when we lose. So it, I'm already onto a bit of a run of uh, Of not watching or avoiding match of the day, do you know what I mean? So, I don't know what's (laughs) happened. I, we were, you know, it was only a few weeks ago we were celebrating the spirit of the blues and doing viral videos going around and stuff like that. I don't know what's happened. It's like the party's suddenly been been broken up by the police. (laughs) Listen, we'll come back to that. I want to talk about that
0: in a bit, but we're in a second lockdown. So, how, how are you coping with that? What have you, what have you? doing to help yourself get through is any weird like tv choices or anything that you find yourself watching or anything like that because
1: we're in a lockdown it's been weird because work-wise we're still going into the studio as normal so bizarrely radio presenters are classed as key workers which has Mm -hmm. got to be the weirdest thing i've ever heard in my entire life uh, so we're, I'm still going in as normal, but yeah, there's definitely a thing of keeping the morale going at home. You know, we're back into this thing again. It's a weird lockdown, this one. It's not quite the same as the other one, is it? It doesn't have the same kind of um, uh, Tenko vibe, to use an old 80s <laughs> TV yeah. show. Yeah,
0: time spinners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, so for us, we've been watching um, uh, quite a lot of Kirby Enthusiasm. You know, like you can go right back to the start and yeah, watch yeah. it all the way through. We've been doing that with Kirby Enthusiasm, and then my other favourite uh, TV show is Peep Show, so I've been watching that right from the start all the way to the final episode and stuff as well. Yeah.
0: See, I'm weird. I find myself watching like air crash investigations no, and that's, car that's SOS it. and things that are on like Discovery Channel Turbo and all these yeah. kind of weird like one-off shows where you don't have to like get you put your brain into them and you'll almost switch them on at any time as well. You're halfway through there. a car build and you're just like, oh, I'll see the f- end of this. It's, yeah. It doesn't tax your brain. And it's, and loads of them are from like 10 years ago as well. You're like, better time. Better, oh, yeah. David Moyes was in charge around now. And we were, <laughs> Leon Osman had probably just scored the last minute winner. And oh, great
1: days, great times, you well, know. It's, isn't it weird watching, Um, because we've got like one of the old Sky. There's a, there's a channel we have on in the radio station, which is, I don't know which one it is on Sky, but they're always showing old games, old classic games and stuff. Mm. And it's just weird to watch, isn't it weird to see a crowd? I find football with a crowd is like, it's like watching something from Italia '90, or it's like a different era, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> And also, uh, Baz, I don't know if you've seen this, but you're watching TV, and when they get close to each other, you're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Whoa. Well, I'm obsessed at the moment with like watching like a little bit of Coronation Street, or I was watching Holby yeah. last night and seeing how they film it. Like, the angles, and actually, they look close, but they're not. They're quite far away from each other.
1: We were watching EastEnders the other night, right? And um, they they filmed this scene, which is just so clearly the cameraman's about 15 feet away, and they're, like, 25 feet away from each other. But one bit, and I didn't realise this, um, they're actual individual partners filmed the role with them because they didn't want to be in the same room so uh the, the woman in it it was her husband pretend to be the fella from eastenders from behind <laughs> and then wow. uh vice versa for him just because they were obviously petrified of being in the same room so it's just it's like changed everything isn't it But you can kind of see it you can see these yeah. little covid adjustments to make do you know what i mean it is gonna be so weird when
2: it all goes back like, well I say all goes back to normal when it when it moves closer to what we're used to. Because I think Andy's right. It was when you watch stuff and there's the crowd we were doing it, when we? were watching some goals the other day and everyone's yeah. diving on each other, hugging. And I mean yeah. I kissed the lad next to me all the time when we score and I mean it's your son. But yeah. <laughs> um but it is no, it is, but it is weird, isn't it? And it's I, I said something the other week, Alan Kelly, Everton's goalie coach, was uh, away with Ireland and wherever they were playing. They had 10,000 in the stadium and apparently yeah. he came back and said it sounded like there was 100,000 in the stadium because they're that used now to no, no noise, just the yeah. players. So that's going to be really weird, I think, When when... But allow back in for the players do, to cope with Do you think?
1: That. Do you think the players are gonna uh, uh, will have appreciated us a bit more? It's almost like um the players have been in an episode of Black Mirror where suddenly there's no people around. They're playing in like the the apocalypse. But you know, because sometimes you do you suspect bar a few of them. Sometimes you do worry that they don't give a toss if we were there or not. To be honest with you, do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. that's just the way football is these days. But mm-hmm. I wonder whether now that the crowds have been removed, it's given them a kind of ghost of Christmas future thing where they. <laughs> You know, maybe appreciate us a little bit more. It'd be interesting to see the reaction when we're back in there. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, certainly a game like the weekend. Mm. I think Everton 2 1 down at home to United for that second half with the crowd. Yeah. It's a yeah. different game of foot. And we've seen that. We'll talk about that more, obviously,
0: yeah. in a bit. But we're seeing that all the way over. I think, I just, the just on that, though, I don't know what you two feel like. But football just doesn't re- feel real to me at the moment. It just feels like loads of little training games. With yeah. all these mad scores and 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 you know, like Baz just said, there you have games where you think last twenty minutes you'd have a real goal at these and the crowd that take over and I notice the difference massively now. I can't get infused about a game of football at the moment, so I watch Everton. But apart from that, I, I really watch anything. And then now and again, I find myself going, "Oh, big game tonight." Sit down and watch it. And You go,
1: "Oh God, there's no crowd," and I just yeah, I get bored very quickly. Yeah. It's weird, though, because one of the, the things that I attribute, attributed us to, to us playing quite well at the beginning, and I don't mean this in a bad way to the Goodison crowd, but sometimes watching Everton play without that kind of someone screaming at them to get forwards or tackling. It was quite interesting to see us play to a complete game plan. And I think sometimes the crowd can work against you a little bit because you, you don't mm. keep completely to the actual plan that the managers set in place. So I think that was working for us for a little bit when we were when it was going our way. And it was like they were just executing the plan brilliantly and, and killing the game off and everything. And then what's kind of happened is we've lost a bit of confidence. We'll get to this, like you say, Richarlison, I think is the key issue, et cetera when When your confidence starts to slip, and then you do look to the crowd for that bit of you because know, you know goodison, goodison can give you that extra thing and try to make it a bit more of a a bear you know viper's nest to come and play and like you say the that second half against United or whatever, then we're lacking in that and and you just kind of a game just peters out, but it's a weird combination of no crowds. And with that VAR and the, and the officials just running amok, and games are like lasting ninety eight minutes, ninety nine minutes, and stuff like that. I just think all the all the bits that we we previously knew about football are kind of um, just feel out of our reach at the moment. I think a little bit. Just that sounds like a TV show. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's like future football, football twenty twenty nine or tw- not twenty fifty nine. I don't know. Logan's Run. Like it is. It's like if Americans got hold of <laughs> football. Do you know what I mean? They, you remember they, they, there was this thing about ten years ago where the Americans were going to do their own version of mm. soccer, and it was like yeah. you got bigger goals, and then like uh, you know uh, an extra Quarters. man on for like power plays. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like what would happen if, no offence to our American, your American listeners, because I know we've got some brilliant blues over there as well, but it does, it kind of feels like they've kind of merged a bit of soccer yeah. with American football and the way that they analyse the rules and stuff there. But they're two different types of games, so it shouldn't have the same, you know, scrutiny, I don't think. Mm-hmm.
0: I'd like to think, though, if Americans really got all the football, though, they'd have, the kits would be like, no, from the running man. Yeah. Big jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> big really <laughs> large jumpsuits. That would that, be...
1: I'd I'd prefer that, I think. I'd like seeing that. I mean, the inclusion of end zones and uh, (laughs) yeah, cheerleaders and stuff would be good, wouldn't it? Well, Gylfi already thinks he's placed for the special teams, so. He does. He does. Just wants to come on and take corners and points.
0: points.
1: What happened to him? There was like a bit of... I started to feel bad about how I was on his back all the time, because there was this little renaissance of Gylfi, wasn't there? And then he's just gone back to being like a sick ghost. Like, you know... (laughs) A transparent, what a regular ghost. Sick ghost. A sick <laughs> ghost. Yeah, he looks haunted. I always think he does. looks haunted. He does. No,
2: it's, it's, I don't know, what it, I don't know what, what it is. I mean, let's let's get on to Saturday because I'm sure we'll, we can come back to this stuff. But go on, then you bounce. Well, you into know, this we be that two poor results. Me and Andy actually spoke last week. We were both a bit down after those ridiculous results, weren't we? And Manchester United represented the opportunity to. Stop the rot, you know, a a team coming to Goodison, 15th in the league, just had to play in Turkey. We weren't getting home till Thursday, early hours. And we were hopefully welcoming three or four players back. And I guess for the first 20 minutes or so, Andy, it it was working in our favour, or it
1: certainly looked like that. Yeah, we we started really well. Uh, I mean, bearing in mind they just had a goal scored from their own half in that game in in (laughs) Turkey, didn't they? What's his name? He's like... 40 uh, odd, he's bar. Bar. never bar forget, never never
0: forget, Denver Bar. He's You're like, we've he. got posters on the wall of him. <laughs> <laughs> what Stevie me. G
1: slips, Denver what Bar, a man. <laughs> yeah. Stevie G slipped, Denver Bar yeah. edition. That's yeah, the So one. he should have been on the front of FIFA that year, shouldn't he? <laughs> he uh, should he? He should, 100%. Um, and then yeah, it was a great start with Bernard, Bernard scoring and all that kind of stuff. And then I don't know what happened, they just seemed to lose. Just seem to lose belief a little bit. I mean, I'm a big believer that Bruno Fernandez is an absolute. I hate him. I absolutely yeah. hate Bruno. Fernandez. He was just he does he does for for them what Richarlison does for us, which is. Um, am I allowed to use bad words? Go on, say what you want. Shithousing, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, shithousing. Yeah. Uh, Ninety yeah. minutes of just uh, textbook shithousing. So, winning free kicks, robbing mm. free kicks, going over, getting the team up the pitch and stuff like that. I just don't think we've got any uh, smarts to us at all, no. and we haven't got uh, Richarlison playing. And we just I admit, mean, I he's got on my nerves in the, in the past, Richarlison. Uh, um, but it was only when he's not there you realised how imp- how important he is to. Mm. Like everything that we do, that they all seem lost without him. It's really weird. Um, Calvert Lewin's gone back to old-fashioned, getting, only getting a couple of touches in the box, slightly peripheral figure. Calvert Lewin. It's, it's affected everything. Yeah.
2: Uh, no, I agree. He's back. He's that Little. He's got that little edge to him that Charles and Doesn't he? That little. He will. Mm. He will roll around and wind people up. Yeah. But he also doesn't mind putting his foot in, great yeah. in the air, supports Dom like you said. But Everton do look to him like the.
0: The leader, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And that's we haven't got any of that when he's not in the team. Now, Andy's right. Bruno Fernandez was horrible. He should have been Me sent too. off. I'm, I can't have people with names like Bruno. You know, it's it's the same with Troy Deeney. I, you can't have people with names like that, especially if they're <laughs> players. If they're like leaving the footing and cajoning. And, like, and Bruno yeah. I mean, that's. That's a judge just strictly come dancing. That's not a football.
2: Player. Come on. I was on. thinking Bruno Mars.
0: I was thinking I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Bruno Mars. Shinga. That's fine. You've got no problem with that. Mark Ronson yeah. doing a little duet with them. Yeah. I've got. I'm yeah. all day with that. But footballers Arkes, is not be our cases. called Bruno. Have a of yourself. Come on, <laughs> Troy Deeney. I can't have people called Troy. It can't be allowed. Shouldn't be allowed in this country. America, fine. American footballers. Troy Aitman. Troy. Yeah. Not, a, not having that. Not, not having it. What did you feel of, like, Helen of
2: Troy? Should it have been Helen of Deany or something, or Helen of somewhere else? Oh,
0: that's fine. That's Helen, Helen of... of Troy. If it was so t- the... Deeney of Troy, maybe That'd I'd be, be slightly different.
1: Historical Troy, fine. Historical
0: <laughs> Troys, are, I'm fine. all day with. Modern-day <laughs> Troys. Modern-day no. Troys. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're eating a living off the back of someone who pillaged the... the yeah. Greece, apparently. Is Troy Bolton like, acceptable? Who? Troy Bolton, High School Musical. Is that
2: acceptable? What? Zach Efron's what? character so, in High School what? Musical. Sorry, an incredible sorry, bit I'm of what? intel
0: there. Troy, <laughs> Troy Bolton. Talking. Of, I'm doing that. High, High School Musical, Musical one, two, and three. three. Doing that. <laughs> <K-boom through laughs> and four <ago>. yeah. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm falling. I what? Hold on a second.
2: Classic. <laughs> classic. <laughs> no, but I, I think what Fernandez <laughs> does for them is very similar to what Kyle did for yeah, us. Yeah. Is that? arriving and or getting them a goal when they really need it. He did he did it at Goodison last season. We were winning one 0 Calvert Lewin and then mm. he has a shot from about three miles out which Pickford lets in and
0: they're back in yes. the game. And he did that at the weekend. <laughs> you said Jordan Pickford with a little bit of enthusiasm
1: there. I heard is he a Do you worry about him, Andy? <laughs> I, I, do, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I'm a believer that he. I think he's a great goalkeeper. I think if he doesn't have to think about it, he's he's kind of a good goalkeeper, like shot stopper. But I still think he's a bit too hot-headed to be mm-hmm. uh, a top keeper. Like he he forces the situation a bit too much. I mean, um, the fellow that came in, you know, the one that they just gave him one game. That's it, and told him right at the beginning, mm-hmm. you've only got one game in your back. Him. What's his name? Our Robin Olson. Olsen yeah. and he was kind of like what you need in a goal he's slightly boring just workmanlike you know he just got on with it do you know what I mean didn't yeah. do anything spectacular but was kind of steady and I think uh, sometimes with Pickford you've always got mm. you've always got that that one moment in a game where it could no, you know no. go bounce twice and go past him that kind of Pickford yeah. thing yeah, going yeah. on but he, he was the, probably the least of our issues yeah. ironically he's now the least of our issues that we've got going on at the moment I don't, and I don't, I don't quite know. know what it is
0: Robin Olsen reminds me of a man who'd come to your house and would be doing some kind of DIY and you'd keep offering him cups of tea and he'd refuse. And I always feel that's a bit weird.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm He's one of those ones, that, um, won't have your tea or biscuits, but sit in the car and have his own. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, I mean, that's more of it. No, you, you, you don't I think find, find that a...
0: though. When people are doing something in your house and you're offering them cups of tea and they keep on saying no. they mightn't like the way you make cups of tea. How do they know though look, what my cup of tea is like? like?
2: Well, the, because you don't know how to make <laughs> a cup of tea, you, you've literally made me as many cups of tea in our in our working relationship that mm. Jordan Pickford's had clean sheets. Yeah. I, I think what's wrong think with his tea? What
0: kind of t- what's
1: his tea like? What,
0: I thought I like? couldn't tell you, Andy, because he doesn't really? know one thing. He knows right. where the kettle is. The way I look at that is nobody ever asked Leonardo da Vinci to make cups of tea. That's the way I look at eh? it. But how come Perfect. I'm I'm the man. I'm the man who paints the Sistine Chapel. No, you're I'm up the, there on my scaffold. No, no, that's, you are. that's the difference. No,
2: no. You're the fella that creates all of the stuff so that Da Vinci can do his stuff. Because you, you're you the fella that... You do a lot of stuff that people don't see. That, but it's magic. <laughs> it's yeah, I, magic. I'm pretty sure that's what Da Vinci was doing. No, Da Vinci, you see, laying there and turning up. Here I am. You'd probably have a bit of a makeup artist. <laughs> okay. Call me big memory. I am. Da Vinci yeah. the big I am. He was Da Vinci was definitely the big I am. But um, <laughs> your I, cups of tea are terrible. Mine, like
0: your style of oh, tea. Oh, my style.
2: I do. What do you mean wheat. style of tea? I have weak tea. tea. Oh dear. I don't know whether you'd be able to see it, but it's that colour.
1: Doesn't really. Work. Yeah, that's why like, 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 like hot milk kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Essentially, essentially. Do you um, you you put the, the hot water, tea bag, hot water, and then then, milk on the, then the milk you don't, you don't take the tea bag out first do you know yeah and then put the then the milk in. gets added bag mm. in stay six times
2: Tea bag out it's milk terrible. stay drink you leave
1: the tea bag. i see my my granddad uh, who's from norris green used to have two tea bags in and leave them in while he's drinking it as well old school he wouldn't you know, fernandez get away with it no. that's what he i'm wouldn't. gonna
0: say i have almond milk as well which is uh oh do you oh yeah I'm fully nice. on, fully on board with the armor milk myself. I mean, that's got normal. Milk no, I it. know because you make the tea, but <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: no, no, I'm I'm trying to save the world one cow at a time.
1: I think the less I know about the hot drink uh, yeah. background, to, Toffee TV towers, yeah. I think the best, the best. Do thing you know what though? One thing I would say is we have people in here helping us.
0: They never make a drink for us. No, You know, you really? get people into you, and never make a drink. They just sit there pretentiously looking at you because they want their own music career <laughs> and the the, the staff. I bit. don't know whether, I, I'll be honest, I don't know whether I want to let other people. This is took a dark turn, hasn't it? It's <laughs> it's so, isn't it?
2: So when we were analysing the goals, yep. Michael Keane, who, who ironically has been very good this season, just yes, um, yeah. decided he didn't really want to mark Bruno Fernandes. For um, yeah. for certainly for the first goal. And on the second goal, he didn't want to mark Marcus Rashford either. Which mm. which was a bit um
1: which was a did bit he, Did he get credited for that goal in the end, Rashford? Because as far as I can tell, he never went anywhere no. near it. I um, don't think he get, did he get he get it, get them both. No. Um Solom
0: Child Hunger, yes. Goal on Saturday, no. <laughs> Fairly
1: enough, fairly enough. But <laughs> no, it was there was a weird thing with the defending, though. Um, I, I, the, we were just letting them come at us and come at us and come yeah. at us. There wasn't a point when we were kind of stepping in on them a little bit. Yeah, I was. Uh, I don't know what you, how you guys feel about Alan, but he's had a great start to the season. But he's he, he he's starting to look a little bit lost, I thought as well. And I thought he was going to be a bit more of an enforcer around there, and he wasn't kind of. To has been great, I think. But Alan, for me, has been the one that's kind of slightly tailed off over the past few games and I guess we have to be mindful that this is a weird season for fitness isn't it there's people who are everyone's at different fitness levels so someone might be blowing out their arse a little bit and their form has gone down down the pan and that's just because of the the pre well lack of pre-season that they've had I guess it's funny you say that though because some people think the core is the one who's
0: having a bad time and Alan's the one who's doing all right I think the common denominator is the person who plays with them that we haven't really got a three. We've got two. And then it's, like you said before, Gilfie Sigurdsson or Andre Gomez or Awobi or Bernard. And they all yeah. just seem so the same. They're not doing enough to help those other two players out. And when you've got players like Hamas Rodriguez and, you know, you've got whoever's playing on the left, suddenly those three have to do so much work. And if one of them isn't pulling their weight, I think it shows on the other two. So I think yeah. that's really one big uh, position we have to solve. And whether Jean-Philippe Kabaman can come back and do that, I don't know, because obviously we've, well, we haven't we have seen much of the lads and we don't want to put too much pressure on them. But it certainly feels like if we could get that third player sorted midfield, it would it would really help the balance of the whole
1: side. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about Gomez, really, to be honest with you. Mm. And I know he's been through like a hideous time. And I, I hope to God he will get back to where he was when when we first got him, and he was just like playing those balls we've not seen since the Arteta era, really, to be honest with you. Forward, brilliant passes and stuff like that. But he doesn't look like the same. He doesn't look like the same player. He looks frustrated, and and you know he's lashing out and stuff like that as well. He's just it's just not happening for him, uh, and maybe that's because sadly for him the season he's come back is this weird season i don't know i'm just i hope it's that but i hope it's not that he has lost you know it sometimes it happens to you after a horrible injury like that that you're never quite the same again and i i hope for him that that's not the case but it kind of looks a little bit like it, it is unfortunately in the past few games yeah he's definitely one that people
2: have uh, are very disappointed then and you've he, right he's had a, an awful injury come back and a like lockdown games were berserk at first because obviously no one knew what to expect, no crowd. Yeah. And then they had a the three week turnaround and the back at it with pre-season, which was only four weeks. Mm. He was sent home from Portugal because he wasn't fit enough for them, which is always mad. Mm. And then he started the season okay, but he has he's definitely tailed off, hasn't he? And
0: at the moment he's a worry, isn't he? But like he picked up an injury, didn't he, before the Brighton game. Mm. And it just feels like that. There's something in the fitness where he can't actually re- get his f- physical fitness back. It's fine getting yeah. the, you know, being medically fit, but it yeah. just it just seems to. I don't know what it is because you look at him and you wouldn't think he was overweight or had any issues that way. But when he got sent over by Portugal, that sent alarm bells ringing because you think yeah. you're a professional footballer. Surely you should be fit enough. You can't hide every day. You got all these tests. you wear you see them wearing the uh, like the bra bibs, the monitoring yeah. them all the time. How are they not aware what his fitness is? Unless he's just a lazy bastard, you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> all right. You
1: never know. Well, you never wish- know. <laughs> it's just it's just not whatever it is, it's just not it just doesn't look like it's working for him at the moment mm. as well. And it, there's always that kind of zoom in on him as he's misplaced the pass and he's walking back towards our goal. And he just looks yeah. uh I don't know, he just looks uh Really, really fuming with himself, doesn't he? And, and that could either be frustration that this is not panning out, or, or deep down, he knows that, that it's kind of something that's slightly gone now since the injury. Because it was, all, I mean, it was a terrible, it was a horrible injury, wasn't it? You know, so it, it could, could be expected that that could be the case, especially think, given we know he's had mental health
2: problems mm-hmm. and that maybe there's a bit of anxiety in there of can I get back to what I was. And it took, I mean, it took Seamus Coleman almost two years to get back to. Any kind of level that we thought that we remember them as, yeah. And maybe with Gomez, he's just overthinking that. Yeah, that he's not it's playing weird though, well isn't it?
1: because because you know people play off a crowd. So if you're like uh you know if you're a performer, you you very much need that thing back to you from the crowd. And maybe there's one thing we probably not kind of looked at is there's an argument to say that you play without a crowd, you play to the, it's like a training game, you play without any emotion, you play to the manager's plan. But there's also element if you ask someone that. You know, I imagine you know the, the the applause and cheers that he gets when he plays one of those gorgeous passes and he must be able to hear that back from the crowd at Goodison. If that's mm. not there and that's all gone, he's not performing in front of everyone. Maybe that maybe that's another bit that certain people of certain character types in the team will suddenly find lacking. They don't have that ability to get going. You know, the way someone plays if they go and play in like an England friendly somewhere, like where there's no you know, fifteen people and a bloke and a dog watching the game, it's probably hard for them to get up for that as well. So I don't even get me started on the I, I feel really weird. I don't know how you guys feel about it. International games, just getting on my... T- just knock them on the heads. What is going on? I'm, I'll be happy to... Turin, that night in Turin, ain't ever going to happen ever again. People have moved on in terms of their approach to international football. I'm just not bothered about it. Just do the World Cups and get rid of all the other stuff, all the Nations League and all that crap. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's just... We hate it, don't we? I
0: hate it. I, I don't mind the break, I'll be honest, because when it's your job and it's every day... And you're going from one game to the next. You, I don't losing. mind a break now and again. It's just that I don't watch the games either. It, to me, it's just a break from Premier League football rather than yeah international games. It just it's like everything else at the moment, isn't it? It's just so sterile. And even now they're talking, you know, we you're looking international games and Denmark are playing Iceland and it means that England can't play Iceland because there's because there's minks running around in Denmark with COVID. And it's like, what's going on? Like We're in the middle of a global pandemic and there's mink ruining international football. I mean, I'd never heard, thought I'd hear myself say that. Mink. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for not like international football, but small fairy rodents I did never think would be the British. Yeah.
1: It's I, mad what, though, isn't it? It is mad, I, and uh, I don't know. I, I was just thinking, you know, with all this stuff that's going on, we're trying to contain it. The last thing you need is, is to have everyone from all the different countries meet up, yeah. and mix their mix their you know their germs up together for a couple yeah. of weeks, and be sent back out to all the other teams again. Is yeah. I always feel like they'd look at the Premier League fixture list and then go right where's the period where football's just getting going again let's <laughs> stick a fucking game in there and stop it again it's like, oh, I mean it's every time but then again you know we're playing terribly at the moment yeah. and I always wonder whether do you need another game so you can get on with it or do you want you know do you need a couple of weeks where Carlo can get st- stuck into him a little bit but um I'm not sure I don't know I, I hopefully it'll give him a bit of time we've we'll, we'll got Richarlison back in the next game is that right yeah yeah I yeah. Hope. Yeah, Sorry, yeah follow him follow him away S- Rodriguez didn't look 100% fit in the United game, I don't think. So, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we'll get everyone back to where we were when it was when it was good. Yeah, and I think Sati, I
0: think you could look at him, you could look at Seamus Coleman and say neither of them were fit, really. Neither of them looked fit. So, you've got Makes maybe a couple of game. weeks of them two to get fit, although both of them have gone away with the internationals. So, then you're worried then they're going to play. I mean, last international break, we were both... We both stayed up, so st- stupid the clock, just keeping an eye on Hamas Rodriguez playing for <laughs> Colombia.
1: <laughs> you know, just watching. trying to thinking, yeah, just get through, just get through, just get through. Um, it's mad, though, from a club's perspective, though. They've just nursed, they've just got him back one game and then he's gone off again. Yeah. Uh, you think it's just like, you know, leave, let's leave this one. You know what I mean? It's weird how... I can understand the club's getting frustrated with the, Itali- uh, with the uh, international thing as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's...
2: That's the biggest thing at the moment is Coleman wasn't picked in the Island squad before mm. he, we even knew he was available on Saturday. And, yeah. all the, you know, other people have gone, Ben Goffrey and Tom Davis only trained on Thursday last week. And they've gone away with the 21s, even though they're both over
1: 21. So, it's so I, of, I could happily not watch an England game for oh God, five ever? years. Just the bloody <laughs> England band in the background, then playing sideways. Uh. Loads of double-barrelled surname people who've been in hotel room scandals and I don't even know the fact they are. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's the England team. I know,
0: and uh, they keep on, like, just staying with England for a minute as well. They keep on picking, like, these dead young players that you've never heard of. And I've it's just like, 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 the re- England players at the moment are retired by the time they get to 26. Yeah. Just like, oh, I'll well, just bring another one and bring, he's the future. Yeah, you said that about the last one. You've already got yeah. rid of him.
1: Okay. It's weird, they're all they're all like uh five foot six, they're all called uh Nathan Johnson Jones. I've never heard of any of them. Dead
0: progressive. Yeah, progressive. exactly. They're
1: progressive. They all play all in the same position, which is all the middle of the field. And it's just <laughs> um and, it's, and he's there on the side like bloody Virgo in his waistcoat, watching it. I I absolutely I can't stand it. I absolutely can't stand it.
2: You sounded like you were you were picking a Ronald Koeman team there, loads of five <laughs> foot six, playing the number ten position, and he stood on the side and lost. I think that just on England, just very quickly, because I I, I I can honestly say I don't really care whether they win a game again or they no. don't. But um he started off like the new hope, Southgate, didn't he? This is what we're gonna do. All of these young, fast attacking football, mm. and he's just now gone prime Steve McLaren,
1: hasn't he? One up front, yeah. isolated. Bang it it's like um, best. it's it's a bit like the art the, the way Arsenal have, have got into playing where it's just I, I felt like we went for a phase of it a bit with Martinez. You know when the, you pass the ball to death, you yeah. just pass the ball uh, and you end up with this kind of heat map of the way you've been playing where you've had you've had a lot of the ball, a lot of possession, but absolutely no threat up front at all, and just this yeah. kind of crescent around the penalty area without. People passing it back to each other. And just all the pace goes out of it. It's just really dead boring to watch, really, I think.
0: Just while we're on Arsenal, um, there's a really interesting thing that comes out of our studio most days. is the absolute hatred for Mikel Arteta that Baz has. Oh, my God. I've never known a
1: man to hate really? someone so much. What's all that about? Oh, I don't know whether it's xenophobia or... well. I, he's a lovely. He's a good. He's a gorgeous man, isn't he? He's a lovely. I always think he's like a good example of uh, an Evertonian. That he's still deep down an Evertonian. I always like to think.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not going to explain it
2: now. Oh. I, I, I've explained this before. If you're stood over someone, you tell the club you're not leaving and you're staying. And. Blah-de-blah, blah. and four hours to yeah. go on deadline day, you then demand to leave and stand over the club's fax machine asking people have they done their job so you can get out the club. Yeah. And then he gets out the club fine and then comes back like a little rat and then kisses the <laughs> Arsenal badge and all of that. I was made up when Barkley shoved them and planted them and McCarthy done it. He's a horrible little weasel. You know? Oh,
1: that's hilarious!
2: I mean, I've never, I, I I've, never, hate... I've, never, I've
1: never met anyone dislike Arteta before, ever.
2: I uh, have to say, no, honestly, can't have him. I didn't even think he was that great anyway when he played for us. But I didn't even like mind. it anyway. No bad. <laughs> I don't like him. I, don't like I, know
0: him. You, I know you don't like him. It's very hard. And I love,
2: what I'm taking real pleasure in at the moment is the fact he's turned into Sam Allardyce. The way he yeah. <laughs> plays, it's awful. It's
1: terrible to watch, isn't it? They
2: are horrific. Ten yeah. men at the back and bang it longer. hope that Aubameyang gets a penalty. They're horrific. Yeah. And people wanted them as our manager. Spanish Tony Pulis. He is the Spanish <laughs> Tony. Spanish Sam just to, I
1: call him. Just needs
2: the track suit. He's Mikel Allardyce, that's what I he call the white
0: shoes, Andy. I don't know if you noticed, but Tony Pulis's trainees are always immaculate. are on point. it's always led yeah. us to this discussion that we have about him is, are they box fresh every game, or does he have little wet wipes? No, the wet wipes. I think the wet games. wipes,
2: <laughs> I don't think he can risk
1: blisters every game, but I, so I think he goes with wet wipes. But I don't know, Andy. What's He's uh, I've never seen anyone dressed like Tony This It's an amazing thing. He looks like a um, like an Olympic official from like the 1980s, like full shell suit, big flat completely <laughs> unbent. See. <laughs> You're a man who hasn't toured
0: the pubs in Liverpool on a Tuesday afternoon because there are lots of Tony Pulis looking fellas in pubs in Liverpool. Who's struck the inspiration? Them from him or him from them? <laughs> I think he's been into town. He's been in... Because we, we have this fantastic culture of um, a few little karaoke pubs. But like oh right, yeah. real good singers get up and you yeah. you, you look at them and go, oh, what are you doing? And they get up and they just belt out a bit of Frank Sinatra. And you walk past certain pubs on like a Tuesday afternoon when we could, we were allowed to walk past things and, and people we allowed could go to inside things and we could sing. And you will just hear tunes getting belted out and you're just thinking, oh my god is there an audition for X Factor honestly it's it's an it, it's an inc- it's incredible culture we have in Liverpool but you ha- generally, and also they don't actually own the tracksuits they've generally borrowed them off a son or a grandson <laughs> Um
1: <which laughs> I mean that's a that's a massive <laughs> assumption it's I know what you mean, though. Um, drinking on their own, uh, drinking Grosh on their own, at Lime Street Station, <laughs> spoons with a carrier bag or something in it. Baseball yeah, I've a got the carrier bag. One, one other clothing thing that we've noticed on our show on home time is we call them pundit shoes. And this this oh, proliferation yeah. of black trainers with a white sole. White All sole. Pundits have to have. Is, is mm. that because, if you remember back in the olden days, you weren't allowed onto a gymnasium if you had black sole shoes because yeah. you might scuff them up. <laughs> I don't know whether there's some kind of footwear uh, email that's gone around If you're if you're broadcasting, <laughs> I mean, you guys obviously talk about football. You're on TV doing this stuff. So, have you got um, the footwear? Have they sent you pundit shoes that you need to wear? Or buzz, I'm, buzz. I'm literally... <laughs> oh today. my God! No,
2: but did Adidas trainers? I just and I'd hardly wear them, and I've put them on today, and now you're mullering me for it.
1: He, he's got pundit shoes. There you go. What about they're, that? No, yeah. if I had pundit shoes, they'd be patent leather with the white <laughs> sole. The price of them, the Pundit, the, we actually Googled the actual ones yeah. that they were wearing. They're like 400 quid. Oh, yeah, yeah, crazy. I can yeah, assure
0: yeah. you, these aren't Pundit shoes, Andy. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a lot uh, Orlando Mall specials they yeah. aren't they? Yeah, of course. No, yeah. no, someone was telling us, Yeah, I'm sure it was yesterday, that they are given them by Sky, like there's a catalogue or something, and they have to pick them out. It's mad, they picked them isn't it? Yeah,
2: they,
0: you think check with each other, wouldn't you? Just before they go in like, Roy Keane doesn't though. Roy Keane. No, Roy Keane, No, no, no. no none Keane, of that. None of that. He, he's pulling out shoes
2: he's had since he walked out of Ireland's World Cup. thing. think he's still got them there. Roy Keane. The ones you should about. walk the dog in very aggressively yeah. <laughs> while the World aggressive, Cup was going on. The, yeah, aggressive the dog, dog
1: press conference ones. Yeah, that he uh, it'd be yeah. there and the, the dollar reporters would be there and... It, yeah. He didn't yeah. care. Did he? He's uh, he's looking more and more like he's sleeping in the car, isn't he, um, Roy <laughs> Keane? I something about him. He's got a kind of look of sleeping in the car about him. I think he's got the memo,
2: that memo about the shoes and <laughs> this is what we're wearing. And what he said is, I'm doing the exact opposite <laughs> yeah. if you want me to be in here. Because some of the times when people say things, he just looks at them as if he stepped in them on his aggressive dog walk. Yeah. That's yeah. how it looks. He's Sorry. terrifying. He is terrifying. Terrifying man. He is scary. Uh, <laughs> before we go on, let me just add an email from um, a lady called Sue, whose husband Steve is oh, retiring. Okay. On Friday. We're we doing dedications now, are we? Well, this is a Listen, what she says. My husband Steve, fondly known as Gizzy, great great nickname. Is a lifelong Evertonian. Okay. He's mad as passionate as you two, me and you. But we have your channel. This is where I feel for Sue. This is Mm. why I'm reading it out. We have your channel on morning, noon, and night. Repeats, no exception. Our son lives in London, and he follows you. Our daughters follow you. And their partners, who aren't blues, watch you when they're in our house. Yes, my husband is addicted. So when someone's giving you that much um, loyalty, I feel like you'd have to to honor it. He's retired after 40 years service on the 30th of November although his last working day is this Friday the 13th, so his family, they obviously can't all celebrate together because no, of, of the, the COVID rules, so stay happy retirement from Sue and the rest of your family, uh, you must be mad if you put us on morning, noon and night for it, enjoy your retirement mate and it'll give you and Sue more opportunity to watch us.
0: Yes. There you go. that My, my missus doesn't want to see me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Never mind. I feel Someone
1: for that sure. That's why I had to read it. <laughs> it's a cry for help as much as a dedication. Maybe there. it is, Andy. Maybe to be fair, though,
0: I, I've, I've got a feeling there's a room in their house and it looks like that room in Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> <All laughs> blow-ups <pictures> up, up. <laughs> blow of bass face on, on dolls. <laughs> oh, it would be me, <laughs> wouldn't it, yeah. You find, th- yeah do yeah. you ever find that, and Do you have any, you know, on the channel, obviously very successful do drive time but you do you get like those texts in every day from the same person and You just think i can't read that out because it's we
1: do we do have some some uh some beauties we, we have some good regulars that you get texts you know from and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well but i, I think the, the thing is with like you know radio and stuff it's very personal personal mm-hmm. things so people feel quite rightly that you're kind of talking to yeah. them so sometimes yeah. Uh, You do get these lovely messages from people, and I guess the stuff that you've just read out there—that means the world that you're in their lives. Yeah, Uh, it's it's a real privilege, particularly in this current climate where people are looking to stuff that they love to get them through it. Then obviously, you guys have been being a big part of that, particularly you know when the football's not been so great. So you've been kind of keeping them Mm. cheered up, which is I think is really important. How everyone's headspace at the moment. So it's a great thing. Yeah, that
2: that without a shadow. I mean, we.
1: We talked about this
2: last week, didn't we, about how, and you mentioned it the other day, because obviously these defeats have affected me a million times more than they normally do. And it's yeah. like Ped was saying, it's because you've got you've got nowhere else to to almost vent, it's not even vent, but to go, isn't it? And so you you go over it and over it, and you keep going over it in your mind. Where when you're at the match, you can scream your head off, come home, and it's kind of like you were part of it. But
0: yeah. I've I've been using CNN as a place to escape. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> to escape. What a channel. Oh, yeah. my. The way the confidence that the presenters have to look right down the barrel of the camera and the things they say with, oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's like, you know, they get a shot of adrenaline before they go on camera. It's yeah. amazing. they're looking down the camera, and they're like, America needs you to stand up for it tonight. And you're like, come on! <laughs>
1: after them. I, I could see you guys with a bit of CNN in there I'd like a like a news ticker at the, at the bottom of the screen would be quite a nice thing wouldn't it with like uh, yeah we, we, or... we have
0: that on some of our on some of our shows funny mm. oh we have a little ticker yeah oh yeah i, I come up with that myself um, <laughs> let me
2: ask before we go on today I mean what's it been like Andy in the last week, me and you spoke in the summer but what's it been like since Covid started how's that changed like the,
1: the, what you do It was in two parts really the the first bit we were broadcasting from home so the whole building was closed and everything like that all the studios were closed so we were having to uh, record a little bit like this just slightly ahead of live so we were recording it they were putting it into the system Mm -hmm. and then it was playing out couldn't do calls text was difficult because uh, the text would come in you know and it was ages until we were able to read them because we were recording slightly ahead of ourselves Mm -hmm. but now we're we're back in as normal so you know we're um we, we are just as, exactly like we were before and it's kind of weird the whole time frame has shifted so we're on four till seven like the drive time home time show but not that yeah. many people are going home they're just kind of going downstairs <laughs> to so <laughs> you, you find that it's mad busy four and five and then the six or seven hours slightly different because it feels a bit more like the evenings you know because yeah. people aren't doing their commutes and stuff but i don't know i think people have been pretty resilient there's some great news around now about this vaccine and stuff yeah. like that as well um, I may mean, that be a, a brilliant way to spice up the uh Premier League top five? Your fans get maybe high priority for the vaccine. What about that? <laughs> Makes it someone to play for in terms of European place. But I don't know. I feel like people are getting through it through, like I said earlier on, you know, getting involved with stuff that they love. And, and I agree with you about the whole football thing. It's weird, you know, I, I just closed the laptop off. I actually missed the final United goal, I was sick of it at 2 1. And that's always the worst, isn't it? When you hear we've shipped another one, then you've actually walked away from it. But um, you don't get that ability to vent with people when you're walking back from the match, or mm. or speak to anyone else about it. So it's a, it's a weird it's a weird thing not being able to kind of get it off your chest. I think you know what I mean. Just ma- it magnifies it all of no. it. Well, it is at the moment anyway. And I know, I mean, just on the
2: general thing of football, you're you're, 60, you're to your back into the cr- whole thing, aren't you?
0: It's not real. Nothing's real. Like I want this year back. Like really <laughs> want it back. I just think scrub twenty twenty. I'm I'm going to be it again. I'm going to be 33 for another year. So, <laughs> right. We haven't gone back till 2003. <laughs> I'm going to be 33 for another year. And, you know, everything should just be put a line yeah. through it. It's,
1: it's gone weird, though. Like, even the the, the the league table looked like something off of CFAX from, like, 1985, <laughs> didn't it? It would like, bloody Southampton up there. And, you know, it was just weird. Oh, Fair play to Southampton. Yeah, us mm. as well. So... No,
0: where, they, no, it's right to Southampton, they've got no right they've got no right to be above <laughs> us we're a football club oh. Andy, they were way
1: better than us though they were, were way better they were, than were, us in
2: that they were. Game. Uh, have you noticed this Andy is that you can't get any um, like reference point for the year so all of a sudden I, I don't know whether it's, it's the same you know in your gated community with your servants and all that Absolutely. but certainly certainly in Liverpool Trees are up now and decorations are up because people are just trying to look forward to something because there's nothing. But I can't. After time, I feel like it's still March. I'm like, wow, yeah. oh, what's what's this? And then it's it's like, where's the year? Like
1: we're stuck. It's been a blur on March. Mm-hmm. It has, and I think what's, uh, what, um, the unfortunate side effect of this is it's going to give um, a lot of power to what I would call Christmas extremists. You know, people oh, yeah. get yeah. the tree up too early yeah. and wear Christmas jumpers mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Are you one of them? Are you a yeah. uh, Christmas extremist? Baz is definitely a Christmas extremist. Sits
0: down, middle of November, and sticks elf on. Uh, this <laughs> elf, what, elf never can
2: be played before December ever. It's selling you. stick on. Christmas 24. Oh my god, which is no. essentially, essentially the same story with different ca- a bit like Everton, really. The same <laughs> yeah. story, just different actors, Ev- as you everyone as a dog. And Dean Kane, Dean Kane, ex Superman, is yeah, when you see him, you, ha- it, you know that your feet turn into quavers, but that's <laughs> cheesy, really the minute <laughs> Dean Kane did it.
0: But it's like, what is
1: that program? Go- I've never heard of it.
0: No, it's um. when you see these films on like Christmas Twenty Four Channel, you must. You There's must have a seen... channel called Christmas Twenty Four. Oh, yeah. Andy! I didn't oh. know about this. Oh, we're giving Andy you, Corman. we're giving you yeah, so much content for your radio show. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. rid of it. It's like, yeah, Christmas Twenty Four normally starts like October, and they have like they're like they're like B films, but yeah. Christmas B films, but they have wow. like people that were famous in like the nineties. Dean Kane, remember Superman? You remember Dean Kane?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: In like all of yeah, the, all of the
2: he's job, like him. he's a job and actor for them, isn't he? He's, oh. a, he's the equivalent of Sinbad
0: at the Royal Court, yes, yeah, no, isn't he? I mean, that'll mean nothing, that'll mean nothing to Andy, no. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they've always job got like actor. Dean Kane and people who were in like programming, Judge they,
1: Reinhold from the Beverly Hills Cop movies, yeah, like, yeah of course. Yes, they've, like
0: they've, Judge all, Reinhold. they've always got a dog in them, they're all about yeah. saving a dog or saving a rabbit or. I think he was in loads of them as well.
1: Um, Doc Brown out of Back to the Future. He's in loads of them as well. I'm it's imagining they, they don't fit widescreen TVs as well. It's that kind of era where movies were just down the middle. Well, these are, they're making these
0: them are now. These are new. They're making them now. movies.
1: They're just yeah. looking and going, you haven't worked for 15 yeah.
2: years, but do you want to go and save yeah. this town yeah. by inheriting a business, but wow. you've been sent to close it down. So you go to the <laughs> town and you fall in love and you shave the town. Yeah. And this should really a, feel good. Great with it. you know. Never, I've never nap- heard
1: of this before in my entire life. Oh. This is a huge game changer for this me. This is. I, an I appreciate absolute the
2: tip-off, Andy, get it done. Movies 24. Yeah. It's on Christmas it. twenty. Yeah, it's yeah. get it on the channel and yeah. you'll see it. And yeah. your, your life. Literally, will
0: never be the same. It's people Fantastic. like the what the girl who played Sabrina. I think people like that. Yeah, you know that yeah. kind of niche. The, the girls level. who were in Sister Sister, I imagine, and you know <laughs> classic Nickelodeon shows from yeah. the nineties and two yeah. thousands. Um <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, jump on. Well, I'm going to
1: check it out. That's great. Yeah, it. Check it out. So for the rest of the week.
0: Oh, you're sorted now. Right, you're let's sorted. talk about just to finish the podcast. Um, oh, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but. The, the phenomenon that was, you know, spirit of the blues when we were on our great run, uh, seven out of seven, four Premier League wins in a row, when everything felt amazing.
1: You know, that what a time that was, and <laughs> That was amazing. It was great fun. I think it showed our sense of humour because, let's be honest, we were, even though some people, it was lost on some people, we were, at the end of the day, taking the piss out of ourselves mm. with the oh, kid gosh. dancing in the disco and all that kind of yeah. stuff as well. Uh, and it was just... Uh, you know we've we've had so many tough times as a club haven't we we've had some awful 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 stuff over the years where it's been terrible football nightmare managers you know allardyce etc and, and it was just nice to have a little run of winning games back to back it was just brilliant and, and rodriguez being at the, the you know pulling all the strings and everything and just some of the way they've connected up together and uh, him and Richarlison and everything, uh, the way they've played together has just been a joy to see, you know what I mean? Mm. It did give you a little sense, though, didn't it, of what it would be like if we were
0: actually good. You know, if we were actually yeah. good, Twitter would be amazing. Our lives would be amazing. You know, for the channel, we were getting views from everywhere. It was just, a, it's just a joy and just think, that's what it must be like to be a Liverpool fan, mustn't it? You know, every day must be sp- and sunshine and dean came that's what it must be like <laughs> yeah. it must be like one big christmas 24 film
1: that's, it's weird though isn't it because I, i've got friends who are man city fans and whilst they love what they've done recently and won stuff and everything they all do still look back with fond memories of the the dark days when they could all moan together i think mean, there's there is a bonding experience in the uh mutual disappointment that You don't get if everything's brilliant all the time. Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes the way that Liverpool fans seem to have a bit of a sense of human failure on certain things. I would never swap places with them in a million years. Do you know what I mean? What I would like though is 10 years of success and then we'll all do a
2: podcast again or remember them dark days (laughs) of getting beat at home by Manchester
0: United. Andy Andy would be like, I haven't watched the game for 10 years, I found Christmas 24. Yeah, to be
1: fair, (laughs) he is going to be busy for the next thing. Every day's a winner for me now that I found Christmas
2: 24. I think you made a a massive point there Andy and it was lost particularly on our red friends even next door um, Mm -hmm. that We were actually just taking the mickey. We were we're egging it. We were just having a laugh because we knew. We knew it was. I've seen people going, like tweets saying, Hang on, gone. Wait, Evertonians think they're gonna win the league, <laughs> oh, and I you're know, like, like, "Come on, no, we don't." But we're just yep. having a laugh because we've won the opening seven
1: games, you know, in both competitions. Yeah. And- Who else is like attacking midfielder is getting a bottle of Echo Falls pushed <laughs> through the bloody window, and he's on his way out the ground? You know what I mean? It's like it's <laughs> that's just Everton, that is, isn't it? You know, Ever- Everton is Everton is plucking defeat from the jaws of victory. Everton is taking yeah. the piss out yourself when you're at the top for a bit. That's just what it is being, being a blue, isn't it? You know what I mean?
0: It's yeah, good, just... get, get, you know, like you just said there, seeing a world-class star footballer and presenting them with, like, some absolute <laughs> no-mark wine mixer or something I don't even know what it is. And yet... <laughs> Like, why did that lad have a bottle of Echo Force? It's a pandemic. He should have been anywhere near. No. <laughs> he It was at Goodison with <laughs> a
2: five-pound bottle of wine. His form
0: never been the same since he no. handled that bottle That's of a Echo good point. Force. Did he ship it? Just handling it. <laughs> I mean would you take anything no. off anyone on County Road <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't take anything no a stranger oh, walks up to you on County, County you road. road a Never. man just something would you take
2: it? I'd take it. I don't care if he's on County Road I don't care if he's uh, in Manchester, London, no strangers passing me something that I'm going to. Cheers,
0: lad. See the way, see the way Baz got out of that. He, d- he doesn't want to upset anyone on County Road oh, there. Just
2: Cla- any classic Baz that classic Baz in a, in a pandemic, I ain't taking anything no off strangers <laughs> anywhere apart from a swap off an army fella. If it went
0: for the test, <laughs> I'm glad
2: you clarified. <laughs> that. Go and have a test.
1: Go and have a test. You're, you're not being down the docks again have you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a different
2: story. Um, yeah, so. It was just a fun time, yeah. and it was a laugh. And people, there isn't enough of that, obviously, is there? And it'd be great to get another, another yeah. go of that towards Christmas. Maybe if Everton start winning, mm. uh, Ned Sheeran can do us a new Everton song, and you can yeah. find Dean Kane singing that Everton song because that I think that would work mm-hmm. quite well, especially in the build-up to Christmas. Because I mean, I'd
1: had, I had spirit of the blues on. Uh, it was transparent blue seven-inch vinyl back in the day.
0: Yeah, what was it? It was
1: the what was the B-side? There was like another song on the other side, wasn't there? But I um,
0: wasn't it Forever Heaven?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're was right. It? Absolutely.
0: Forever.
2: Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Matty's your next one. Oh, for... yeah. That's it. That's the next one. Oh, for it. All. yeah. No, it's just. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Do Take Andy me back. The way Andy had to finish that little bit. <laughs> then in the background, the <laughs> the <laughs>
1: just doing the baseline. Take, Take
2: me point.
0: back, like. Two months when everyone was happy
2: and we were eh, there. But just- it shows how quick it can. Yeah. It, obviously, although we were, we knew it wouldn't continue. I think Andy said it before. We we didn't quite think it it'd fall the way it has. But no. maybe this international break that none of us want really mm. could be almost the reset button. I mean, we won't have the opportunity to work with the players because mm. they're not there. But it but it'll give the coaching staff the opportunity to analyse everything and come to the realisation that we're correct. Ben Godfrey has to play in midfield
1: against Fulham rather than Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah. I think as well, like there's, there's arguments for our depth is nowhere near, squad depth is nowhere near where we think it is. You can't have one player have an off day and then it all falls to pieces yeah. as well. So yeah. I think... I think Um, uh, rodriguez is is amazing but he it needs to be working for him to add that extra bit of magic that takes you to the next level so if the other parts aren't working together properly then i don't think he can have an effect on a game which you kind of saw in the united match i think a little bit so uh we can't rely that much on richarlison as well so we just need a bit more there's definitely a bit more squad depth to be done but i think he's going to be doing i got a feeling that you know when we get to the uh, the future transfer windows he's, he's got he must have a few people now he just wants to kind of ship out I feel bad like Walcott's playing brilliantly for some I know so people leave too, and become
0: it? amazing
1: the Everton way it is isn't it
0: just before we finish and, i was just looking at your Zoom background is that a
1: prison that's uh i've basically through there's all the zoom chats i've been doing i always feel like i'm incarcerated in the house so i thought i got the background from porridge brilliant it's amazing absolutely
0: that's what
1: i thought it was, <laughs> what, what, thought it was. What, a, what a show, what a porridge.
0: show. they were great. great times don't you always feel like there's like millions and millions of episodes of porridge it's like father ted there's like there wasn't that many about, there wasn't that many I don't no know. i mean
2: faulty towers just the other one's only 12
0: yeah,
1: and yet, yeah, yeah exactly. If, yeah, if no, exactly. Think, well, that's another one you could watch, go through and start watching again. They might have had a Christmas special, watch it on Dean hour 20, Christmas or whatever it's called. I
2: don't know whether Dean Cain was in Faulty Towers <laughs> or Porridge. <laughs> I mean, he probably should have been in yeah, Porridge, yeah. some
0: of his performances on Christmas. Right. Well, Andy, absolute pleasure to have you
1: on the podcast. You, oh, thanks you, for having me on, fellas. It's lovely to chat. Well,
0: we can find you, as it four till seven weekdays on Absolute Radio?
1: Yeah, Absolute Radio 4 to 7 with the Hometime Show. And uh, I've just started a little podcast myself called Bush's Board Game Things. If you like board games and talking about pop culture, give us, a little, give us a listen. Do it. Sounds And the Indie Disco as well on a Saturday, still doing that? Saturday nights, 5 till 7 as well. Yeah. So um, you can yeah, start your,
0: n- your night of staying at home listening yeah. to
1: Andy. But it'll be, all, it'll be all over soon. Don't worry about it. Well, it's it. like, you know, uh, listen to the show, drink uh, Pinot Grigio out of a... Echo par- Falls. A car- Echo a carling Falls. Pint glass. Echo Falls out of a carling <laughs> pint glass in it from a pub a few months back. That kind of standard. Tremendous. Andy, thank you.
0: I we'll, Can't wait to have you on again because you've cheered me up yeah. so much. This conversation oh, has cheered
1: me up massively. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm still a little bit perturbed by Baz's dislike of Arteta. That's going, that's going to go... I'll ruminate not on that for a while. It's not a hatred. I just it is. don't like him. It is. I just okay. don't
0: like him. Fair enough. He that's absolutely fine. hates him, honestly. It's incredible. It's incredible. I've never known this a This is like libelous, this. It's not libelous. Oh, I almost
1: want to stage an intervention or something. will <laughs> make you guys meet up at a service station. Just no. try and thrash it out or no. something. No, not no. to do
2: that. Not it's until okay. he apologises for kissing the Arsenal badge and saying have come home when they give him the job despite wanting the Everton job see no I'm just giving you I'm giving you background at
0: at least his name's not Troy
2: that is the one thing he has going for and grey hair he does have grey hair
0: if you want to watch the video version of this podcast it is available on our page and make sure you check that out and we'll be back next week see you later